While you were busy downing some hot dogs and burgers and maybe shooting off a few fireworks, Penn State recruiting had a lot of fireworks of their own. Let's talk about it on today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lion. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten Podcast. Make sure you follow the Locked On Big Ten Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm the host here of the Locked On Nittany Lions Podcast and, of course, the editor of Nittany Lions Wire on the USA Today Sports Media Group. So make sure you check that out, NittanyLionsWire.com. I was originally planning on continuing our series of the five key defensive players for Penn State coming up in the 2022 season, but this was a busy weekend and we need to talk about some of the latest recruiting developments as far as Penn State is concerned. It was a very good, productive weekend on the recruiting trail for Penn State, so we're going to dig into that in today's podcast. Take a look at where Penn State is now on the national recruiting rankings. Spoiler alert, it's looking pretty darn good. So we'll talk a little bit about the whole recruiting aspect of everything going on at Penn State over the weekend. Take a look at the latest recruits and where Penn State goes from here. Of course, we want to make sure you never miss a single episode of Locked on Nittany Lions, or you can just listen to them at your next holiday barbecue. Of course, you can catch us on the Odyssey app or wherever you catch your podcast. And of course, leave those five-star ratings and reviews on whatever podcasting app you may be following us on. If it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcasts, all the five-star ratings and reviews you give us are greatly appreciated, and we will pay it back to you guys by shouting you guys out with our thanks and appreciation for you guys on an upcoming podcast as well. So follow, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Of course, also reach out to us on our social media accounts. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch using the username of Locked On Nittany. And of course, if you want to send in some mailbag questions, it's been a while since we've done a mailbag, but if you want to start flooding the inbox with some mailbag questions for an upcoming podcast, please feel free to do so. Best way to do that is with our Twitter account at Locked On Nittany. We'll get into the Penn State recruiting news in just a moment. But first, I got to say, Joey Chestnut continues to just astound me. And it's interesting the way that I viewed the Nathan's hot dog eating contest over the years. I used to think that it was just something that was kind of silly to be paying much attention to. The whole competitive eating thing, I just wasn't into. But you know what? Over the last how many years now... I find myself glued to the TV every time that this hot dog eating contest comes on and it is incredibly disgusting to watch and I don't know how it still makes me want to eat a hot dog or two or four later in the day but it always seems to do the trick. Joey Chestnut with a new world record of 76 hot dogs in a 10 minute span. Absolutely astounding and just totally unbelievable how you're able to consume that many hot dogs without having the so-called reversal of fortune. Yes, I know if you watched it on TV like me, you probably got a little frustrated with some of the, uh, the, the disruptions in the TV broadcast. It's very unfortunate. But I have to say, over the weekend, I think I may have set a personal record for myself with three hot dogs plus a cheeseburger, some cake and some chips and some dip and some uh, other things that I probably shouldn't have eaten as much of. Uh, you know what? I was paying for the price for it later, but yeah, that's all part of the whole idea of what July 4th is all about. You want to stuff your face just like you do on Thanksgiving, maybe on Christmas. You want to stuff your face with some of the traditional uh, food items of that particular time for me. Just a couple of hot dogs, nice little cheeseburger, maybe some baked beans, 
had a lot of good stuff over the 4th of July week. And hopefully you did too. Hopefully you're all staying uh, safe and uh, going through and maybe returning to some normalcy, getting a chance to see some friends and family maybe you haven't seen in a while. Just getting together for a lot of people is still something that's a little bit um, desired right now. And so hopefully you had a good, safe holiday weekend. Hopefully you didn't blow your hand off with some fireworks or anything like that. Uh, But there were some fireworks for Penn State on the recruiting trail. And it is really cool to see just what kind of recruiting class Penn State is actually putting together. Because if you go back to that class of 2021, there were a lot of people that were raising a little bit of a skeptical eyebrow because Penn State didn't sign at one of the top classes out there. There were some other Big Ten programs that had higher rated recruiting classes. And Penn State also signed a pretty small class. And I've said before, the fact that Penn State signed a smaller recruiting class in 2021 was always kind of part of the plan. Because as we have been told here on this podcast by some people that follow recruiting a little bit closer than we do, Penn State's big focus was going to be on 2022. So you were going to sacrifice a little bit for 2021. You had a smaller class projected for the last recruiting cycle anyway. That was to be expected. So you shouldn't have gotten too carried away with seeing where Penn State was on the the rankings, the team rankings, the Big Ten rankings, as far as the class of 2021 is concerned. Some good quality players were added in 2021. Let's not lose sight of that. But the big focus was going to be on a bigger more star heavy recruiting class in 2022 and you go into the july 4th weekend and penn state is already putting together a top 10 recruiting class i've been following the recruiting rankings for a little while now as we start to see more and more developments on the recruiting trail certainly in the month of june which was busy for every college football program as uh, recruiting visits opened back up for the first time since the pandemic started it was a big month of june for penn state for ohio state for florida state for alabama clemson notre dame georgia you name it everybody was all in on june including penn state so now we're starting to see some of the fruits of that labor come to fruition here for penn state and this was a massive weekend for Penn State, who already had, like I said, a top 10 recruiting class. Well, the ranking went up. We'll talk a little bit about that later in this episode. But Penn State had a huge weekend on the recruiting trail. A lot of fireworks for Penn State recruiting and James Franklin. Let's go through the list of commitments coming up here in our next segment. But first, I want to remind you guys that Bet Online is absolutely the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. And I'm going to guess a few of you probably placed a couple wagers on that hot dog eating contest. I hope you took the over with Jody Chestnut. I forget what it was, but he definitely hit the over as he set that new world record. So that's the great thing about Bet Online. You can place your bets on not just baseball and soccer and hockey college football futures including where Penn State's win total is going to be for the upcoming season but they've got all the different marquee events out there on the board for you to place some wagers on so if you want to play some bets for the next hot dog eating contest maybe already start to consider taking Joey Chestnut and the over whatever that is but don't sit on the sidelines anymore this is your chance to get into the game as the playoffs are coming down to the final stretches baseball's midseason is approaching and college football is just around the corner head to the website betonline.ag you can do it on your mobile device you can do it on your desktop your laptop sign up today totally free to do so and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on top of your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n betonline your online sportsbook experts 
Are you following us on Twitter? Well, what are you waiting for? Give us a follow today, right now, at Locked On Nittany, and we'll keep the Penn State conversation going there as well. You can also submit your questions for an upcoming mailbag at any time by sending them to us on our Twitter account, at Locked On Nittany. So like I said before, massive recruiting weekend for Penn State and the class of 2022 over the 4th of July weekend. So it's all about fireworks on the 4th of July. Well, Penn State had the recruiting fireworks. Five new additions to the class of 2022. It got started, I believe, on Friday, sometime on Friday, with the JUCO offensive tackle out of Lackawanna College, J.B. Nelson, committing to Penn State. And if that Lackawanna College program sounds familiar, it's because it is. Penn State is basically using Lackawanna College as a farm system of sorts. Uh, I kind of joke a little bit, but we have seen so many players from that Lackawanna College program end up transferring to Penn State. I would actually have to take a deeper look because I would imagine Lackawanna College is sending recruits to other colleges as well and other college football programs as well. But it seems like every year or every couple months, Penn State is adding one JUCO transfer, maybe two JUCO transfers from Lackawanna College. There's already like four or five already on the current roster right now. A couple more on board, on the way, coming up in the class of 2022. Uh, J.B. Nelson adding some depth at the offensive tackle. It's a nice way to get the weekend started, right? Well, continued with the addition of three-star linebacker out of Philadelphia, Keon Wiley, who gave his commitment to Penn State and uh, you know Penn State's making some inroads in the Philadelphia region still a big prize to be had in Philadelphia it doesn't look like Penn State's going to be in the board there but it does look as though Penn State has established the pipeline of town or reconnected that pipeline of town in the Philadelphia region uh, Keon Wiley going to come out to Penn State he said that in an interview with I believe 24-7 Sports or Lions 24-7 that one of the selling points that Penn State had with him was the fact that they thought he could be used in similar ways to Michael Parsons, who of course just went off and was the number 12 overall draft pick of the Dallas Cowboys. And fortunately, Keelan Wiley got a chance to make his official visit to Penn State when no other linebackers were really on campus. So the staff that was recruiting him and talking to him through the recruiting process really got to dig in a little bit more with him one-on-one and kind of uh, sell him the idea of how they're going to be using him at Penn State should he commit there. Obviously he has. It worked for him. And now Penn State's got a three-star linebacker all in the way. So some good potential there. Some uh, good uh, possibility for growth and see how he can develop into being one of those next solid Penn State linebackers in the years to come. The big day was Sunday, though, because Penn State got three additions to the defensive line, including two four-star players and one of the top recruits in the state of New York. But first things first, it started in western Pennsylvania with Penn State getting a commitment out of Pittsburgh with four-star edge rusher Tyrese Fearbry or Fearbry. I got to figure out exactly how you pronounce that last name, so I apologize right now for mispronouncing it. But it's a nice way to get things started. Obviously, Penn State has a good, solid history in developing defensive linemen. So you're going to get some good quality defensive line products. Getting one out of Pittsburgh certainly helps because Penn State was in a recruiting battle with Pittsburgh. And I think Auburn and Kentucky were also in the running, if I'm not mistaken. But getting one of those four-star edge rushers out of Pittsburgh, right out from underneath the nose of Pat Narduzzi, that's always a nice little uh, cherry on top for the recruiting battle, right? But it continued because Penn State goes into Florida and lures out a four-star defensive lineman in Zane Durant out of Orlando, right in the neck of the woods of the UCF Knights. But more notably, Miami was all in on him as well. And getting a chance to swipe away one of the top Florida defensive lineman out from underneath Manny Diaz, who has been credited with rejuvenating the Miami program and what they're doing in recruiting. Miami's doing some really good things, but getting a recruit 
out of Florida against Miami, that is a pretty nice recruiting victory as well for Penn State. And then, of course, the final piece of the puzzle for the weekend, at least, was the three-star defensive lineman addition uh, commitment, I should say, from Caleb Artis out of New York. One of the top recruits in the state of New York. I forget if he's number two or number three on the rankings that I saw. But still, one of the top recruits in the state of New York committing to Penn State. Nice little addition and getting adding some more quality depth to your defensive line. And what Penn State has done with our defensive line now is really stocked it and has it ready to go for some time to groom these guys, grow them up a little bit, and develop them before they're really going to start taking on their roles as leaders of the defensive line. Because it could be a couple years. Obviously, in 2022, uh, there will be some players that are already in place there for that defensive line. Pense has been recruiting defensive line pretty well. And I do think that the way that they've continued to uh, coach up the defensive linemen, develop them, and get them ready for the next level certainly is on a really good track record. Has been for quite some time. You know me. I have thought that the Penn State defensive lineman development has been ahead of the curve of where they are as linebacker you. And I know that's kind of weird to say for some or kind of weird for some to hear. But I've always felt for a while now that Penn State has been much more consistent with their defensive line development than they have at the linebacker position. So there's some good things going on with the defensive line. And what this all means is Penn State continues to be not just adding quality pieces to their recruiting class, but also padding depth at the same time because they're bringing in recruits who are probably going to be competing for some playing time. And odds are not everybody in this recruiting class is going to stay at Penn State. We know that the transfer portal is there for student athletes to find the best positions for themselves, even after they feel like they have found that, you know, there's always going to be something that comes up. So it's very likely that not every player in this class of 22 is 20 going to stay at Penn State, at least for the duration of the college time. And it's possible one or two of them may not even make it to signing day as a Penn State commit. That could very well happen. But as for right now, things look incredible for where Penn State is. Coming up in the next segment, I'm going to take a look at the latest recruiting rankings and tell you exactly where Penn State falls in the pecking order on the national scale. It's pretty high up there, folks. You should be very confident about where Penn State is going. And is this going to be the best recruiting class we have seen at Penn State under James Franklin? I've got some thoughts on that as well. Now's a good time to take a break. And if you're taking a break, the best way to do so, I think, is with a Built Bar. These are the protein bars that taste just like chocolate bars. You're not going to find anything like them. And of course, they always have a variety of flavors to choose from. And right now, for one week only, you can get in on their brand new flavor, the Grasshopper Cookie. What does it taste like? You're probably wondering, right? Well, this is Built Bar's version of the classic Thin Mint Cookie. All the flavor without all that sugar. Check it out. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. And that is what Built Bar is all about. They're going to give you the best tasting protein bar available. They're going to give you so many great flavors to choose from. And it's going to be able to fit into any kind of a diet. Whether you're looking to lose or maintain weight, or if you're on a keto diet, you just need something that's going to help you fill up it before you get to your lunch break or before a workout. Built Bar is the one for you. Order today, get the grasshopper cookie or the raspberry or the orange or the mint chocolate chip or the cookies and cream. You name it, you can find the flavor you want at Built.com. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Give us a like on Facebook and stay connected with us on your Facebook feed at facebook.com slash locked on Nittany. 
Now, one of the things we'll probably be talking about on the Facebook page this week is where Penn State is as far as the national recruiting rankings are concerned. Now, no, we're not talking about the preseason top 25 for the upcoming football season. We're actually talking about the recruiting rankings. And the recruiting rankings have been faring fairly well for Penn State as of late. As I said earlier in this episode, they went into the weekend with a top 10 recruiting class already on the board. And now, with the addition of all these players that have committed to Penn State over the weekend, which we just talked about in the last segment, Penn State has moved up to number three on the composite rankings for 247sports.com's team rankings. That's a pretty impressive jump, moving up that many spots up to number three. I think they were number seven or maybe number six before, but you moved up a couple spots. You moved ahead of programs like Georgia and Florida State, who has been having a really good recruiting cycle. You're still behind Ohio State. You're still behind Notre Dame. Of course, Ohio State's the big one that everybody's trying to chase. And that seems to be the familiar story we've been talking about as far as Penn State and other Big Ten programs and and the Buckeyes, where things are in the Big Ten. Ohio State has changed the game as far as recruiting has been concerned. Ohio State was always a great recruiter under Jim Tressel. Urban Meyer certainly has ramped things up uh, over the course of his career. And Ryan Day continues to keep that train moving in Ohio State's favor. And that's why Ohio State is typically typically a perennial Big Ten favorite and legitimate college football contender. Don't forget, they just played for the national championship last year with a Big Ten title already under their belts. And they're going to go into this upcoming season as the prohibitive favorite in the Big Ten and very likely a strong contender to get back into the college football playoff, even with some of the roster turnover. That's just where Ohio State is right now. They have recruited at such a high level that they are going to have some of the top players in the conference ready to step in and fill those big shoes that are left vacant by the players that are moving on to the NFL. Now, Penn State, as far as we're concerned, you know, James Franklin has recruited well at Penn State. There's no question about that. And you've probably seen more consistently good recruiting classes at Penn State under James Franklin than we've really seen at Penn State for quite some time. I know that may hurt to hear, but I do think that if you look at the recruiting rankings since 2000, really, or whenever these recruiting services started up, I think you're seeing much more higher quality and productive recruiting classes coming into Penn State since James Franklin came in as the head coach of Penn State. And certainly, uh, James Franklin got the benefit of having restored sanctions, uh, restored scholarships very early on at his time at Penn State. And he's brought in some really good players, sent some really good players off to the NFL, including this past year in the NFL draft cycle. And they all, they're all putting together a, a really good recruiting class for 2022. Is it going to be the best recruiting class that we have seen at Penn State under James Franklin? Yeah, it's trending in that direction. And I think if you're going just off of overall team rankings, uh, it's going to be very hard to see Penn State not having the best recruiting class that they have had uh, at Penn State under James Franklin. I think it is certainly on that track right now. Uh, As I said before, it's not likely that they keep all of these recruits in tow. There's probably going to be one player that decides to go elsewhere before he has to sign his national letter of intent, either in December or maybe later in February. That's to be expected. That's just part of the game as far as college football is recruiting is concerned. But if you can keep the majority of this class in tow, you're in really good shape. You've got a top 10 class. And Penn State has been in top 10 before, but this is a different kind of animal because this is where all the energy has really been focused on for quite some time now. This class of 2022 was projected to be a bigger class than the last recruiting cycle, and they are making every effort 
to bring in as many top-notch players as they can. They don't have any five-star players, but they've got a good number of four-star players. They've got a few more four-star targets that are out there. If you take a look at the crystal ball predictions that 24-7 sports uh, draft predictors do, there are a couple players, certainly in the state of Pennsylvania, that are trending in Penn State's favor. Probably still early on, so I don't know how much weight you want to put behind those, but Penn State's making some good progress in the class overall, and certainly in the state of Pennsylvania. You know, go back to the last recruiting cycle. There was a lot of concern by some people about the lack of in-state talent that Penn State was securing. Well, if you take a look at this year's recruiting cycle, that seems to be addressed. Penn State's got a handful in the top 10. As I said, the top recruit in the state's probably not going to have Penn State on the radar. He's probably already moved on and checking out some other programs like Clemson and Ohio State. But Penn State overall is getting back to dominating the state in a sense. Uh, you know, I think that's good to see, right? It's good to see. You want to see some of the top recruits in your state stay home. But more importantly, you want to go out to other states and be able to sign some good quality players from there as well. And that's something that James Franklin and his staff have been able to do. And I'm very curious now that they've got a new offensive coordinator, how that's going to change moving forward. If things go well for the offense this year, I think the class of 2023 is going to be pretty darn good as well. We'll worry about that class way down the line, but Penn State putting together a class that's certainly looking more and more like a lock to be a top 10 class puts them in a better position in the years to come as Penn State tries to get back to not just competing for a, a shot at a Big Ten title, but a shot at getting into the college football playoff. That shot's going to become a lot easier in the years to come because this playoff is going to expand to 12 teams. And theoretically, that's going to make it easier for Penn State to get into the playoff, whether they are Big Ten champion or not. But the bottom line is you have to have the talent on your roster to be putting yourself in that position. And if you take a look at the recruiting classes that teams that have made the 14 playoff over the course of the duration of the college football playoff era, you can see where they have been ranked more consistently than not. And Penn State is now putting themselves in position to have the kind of recruiting rankings that you're going to need to get into a college football playoff, whether it's four teams, eight teams, or the more likely 12-team plan. Penn State's in a pretty good position for some really good success and at least a shot at a college football playoff in the years to come. That's going to do it for today's episode. Of course, make sure you follow everything going on with Locked on Nittany Lions on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But more importantly, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked on Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski, he's going to update you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of all of our local experts across the Locked On Podcast Network. So follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. As I said, Locked On Nittany Alliance is available on Odyssey or the Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're getting your podcasts. So make sure you follow on your preferred podcasting app. And of course, leave those five-star ratings and reviews and reach out to us on our social media accounts uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitch, all using the username LockedOnNittany. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB for my continuing college football commentary and discussion. And of course, don't forget to check us out over on NittanyLionsWire.com, a part of the USA Today Sports Media Group for continuing Penn State coverage over there as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And I will talk to you all again very soon. We will get back into our key players on the defensive side of the football. I believe on the next podcast, barring any other major news headlines that could be coming our way. Have a great day, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.